The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Stock Market Authority Podcast. I'm Bakes, Kevin Baker. I'm going to teach you how to make money in up and down markets. Very few podcasters or coaches cover this. I'll show you how to lock in profits and minimize losses to make you a better investor. So once a week, you're going to know what's going on in the world and the stock market. Welcome to the Stock Market Authority Podcast. Hey, this is Bakes, Kevin Baker, Stock Market Authority. It's Wednesday, 10 a.m. Great to see everybody. And uh, uh, we're going to talk today about uh, know when to run. Uh, It worked for Kenny Rogers, and it will work for investors like you, especially uh, First Republic bank holders. We'll talk about that. We're going to open the mailbag. Uh, Tesla, a recurring theme, both with uh, our regular audience and share scoops. General Motors and uh, and Disney. We're going to talk about about those names, and we're going to go into the portfolio. Uh, I'm the only podcaster out there that I see with a real portfolio talking about investments as I try to make uh, find the ten best ETFs to make money this year, like we did last year in a down year. But uh, let's go right into today's top story. Uh, I will teach you how to sell, folks. Uh, uh, you know, no, no when to run. Uh, the old Kenny Rogers song: "No when to hold him, no when to fold him, no when to walk away, no when to run." And uh, there are times to run away from uh, from stocks. And uh, uh, I talked about First Republic Bank two weeks ago. Uh, uh, I answered a, uh, a viewer question, and uh, let's go back, uh, Chrissy, and, and see what, uh, what I said just two short weeks ago, please. Was that vague? No. Okay. Uh, Cheryl from San Francisco. This is a tough one, and, and I'm very sensitive to this. Um, uh, wrote me and said, I've worked for years at First Republic Bank. Uh, I feel like a deer in the headlights. What do I do now? Uh, and this, you know... Sometimes life sucks, and I'm sorry, uh, but, but here's what I see. Uh, this is the First Republic chart. I give you this arrow at the top, which is where my cell discipline would have kicked in. Full disclosure, I didn't own it. Right back then, no one called in and asked me about it, so this is a tree falling in the woods, but I just want you to, to talk about this more. Uh, it's at 14 now. It's down 90%. Uh, and I'm not rubbing it in. I'm really, I, I hate when this happens. I had friends at Lehman that lost millions of dollars when, when um, that went under. So I think it's, it's, it's late for, for FRC, First Republic Bank holders. But if you know, any of you out there, uh, know someone who owns a lot of stock in a public company that they've earned through stock options and 401k and just working their tail off for years, uh, please share my podcast. I know how to sell. And I teach it, and, and almost no one else does. And so uh, I, you know, I want to be helpful to, to, to other people. I want to be helpful to you, Cheryl. And again, this isn't you know, financial advice. I don't know your whole picture. Talk to your financial advisor about this. But when something goes down 90%, you know, it just it kind of comes uh, you know, out the window. They have what they call a dead cat bounces. It's, it's, it's you know, gross imagery, but you get the idea. Yeah, it'll bounce. Uh, I think the bounces are going to be feeble. We're here at 14, and I think it's going to be years to claw back to triple digits uh, again. 
everybody that I talk to that's a client loves their person at First Republic. They love the service. They love the attentiveness. They love the customization. Uh, but once uh, trust is dented and people are concerned about losing their money, runs on their bank, it takes, it's going to take a long time. It's going to take a long, long time. And maybe the management team, the board, resets option prices so you can start chipping away and buying stock at lower prices. They can grant stock at lower prices. But I would come up with a number where you feel comfortable so that if this goes to zero, and I'm not saying it is, but uh, uh, if it goes to zero, which is unlikely, but Silicon Valley Silicon Valley Bank showed us that it happens, you might want to do something like, say you want to sell half, every time it's green, sell 5%. Something like that, so that if it goes to zero, at least you've got something left. And if it roars it, it, by some act of God, it, it, it starts the march back to triple digits, then okay. But, uh, you know... I, Certainly don't go crazy buying here just because you think it's down so much. Uh, the numbers here look ludicrous in terms of next year's earnings and PEs and what have you. So uh, I hate it for you. I feel for you. Uh, but I want you to be as as um, dispassionate about this as you can be and and make a bad situation less bad. So I hope that's helpful. Uh, that's it for the mailbag this week. If you want to write in, uh, I've watched this probably three times, five times over the last 24 hours. And it, it uh, you know, I like being right, but I don't like being right about negative situations. Uh, but I do want to be empathetic, and I do want to add value. Uh, my self-discipline uh, would have kicked in at 160, uh, it's, and it just works. And folks... Uh, I know when to run, and I know how to sell, and I'll teach it to you. And so I beg of you to uh, – everybody and his brother talks about buying stocks, and I talk about selling stocks. I've got to sell discipline, and it works, and I want it to work for you. I really, really do. I almost couldn't type fast enough. As I was putting the notes together, my chart uh, here on, on First Republic uh, was, at a, was, was at 11 uh, after the the call that you that you heard from two weeks ago, we had ten trading days. Obviously, uh, we had four green days, up days to sell into to get you know half the uh, the position worked off at around an average price of fourteen thirty eight. Uh, and as I drove in here, I'm, I'm looking at my, my phone, uh, 6.34 was the last uh, trade. It's down another 21% today. Uh, their earnings call was an unmitigated disaster. It was 12 minutes. They wouldn't take any questions. Uh, they, their press release talked about deposits coming down, but stabilizing. Clearly, that hasn't uh, assuaged fears. Uh, the, the layoffs that are increasing, they're selling assets and mortgages. Uh, analysts, uh, one, you know, this is why I'm very skeptical about, about, about the street, you know, went from a, a, a neutral to a sell today. Well, thanks a lot. That's very, very helpful. 
Um, uh, they, they're going to lose money for the next three or four quarters. I don't see how that, that doesn't happen. Uh, again, I mentioned that the bounces were going to be feeble. That certainly played out uh, years to claw back. I think that certainly is going to play out. And if this goes to zero, I wanted you to take some some money off the table. And uh, Cheryl and others, I hope you did. I haven't heard back from anybody. Uh, I that probably portends bad news. But uh, again, I want to be empathetic and I want to be helpful. And of all the people that you listen to, we were the ones that 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 you know said get out of this. Uh, so. It's all there. It's time-stamped. I'm not making this up. Uh, so uh, that's what I see going on right now, and we do this every single week. We've got now dozens to hundreds of examples of, of locking in profits and minimizing losses. So my call to action to you is please go to my website, stockmarketauthority.com. Uh, I have a free video there if you sign up uh, for free. And it's a how to sell video and it is more valuable and timely now than when we recorded it. Uh, It's just, uh, I don't want to beat dead horses. So thank you. Please go to stockmarketauthority.com and we'll hopefully help you with the next uh, First Republic Bank that shows up. And uh, no one to run, folks. Uh, That's today's top story. Uh, Now it's time to check the mailbag. There's a letter in your mailbox. You got mail. Uh, Dan from San Francisco uh, uh, wrote in, did you listen to the Tesla earnings call and what should I do with the stock? And uh, first of all, I do listen to earnings call and I really recommend the Borsa app, B-O-R-S-A. It basically turns all the earnings conference calls into podcasts so you can be driving around and listening to uh Elon Musk, which is an hour I'll never get back, but I did it because I like you guys and I knew this was going to be coming up. Uh, what should you do with the stock? Uh, you should sell the stock. Uh, am I being vague again? It's just um, after the earnings call, several things became apparent. I know the share scoops folks give this a 57 ranking, uh, which is okay. Being above 50 is, 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 is pretty good. To summarize our, our call from last week with Gus, the CEO of ShareScoops, they have basically an up-down, yes-or-no uh, 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 voting system, and they, it comes up to an overall ranking. People plan at profits, then the overall number is sort of an average of that, and being above 50 is better than being below 50, as you would imagine. This is 57. Here's my point. If you feel strongly about climate change or or carbon footprints or or what have you, use something besides Tesla to express that view. There is nothing noble about losing money as people try to feel better about what they're doing for the environment. This stock is going down. It is going to lose you money over the next year. I believe. I could be wrong, but I'll tell you why I think I'm not wrong. Okay, and please look at the chart here and you can see some of the arrows. Number one, it's not a growth company. Earnings are down 20% this year. That's what we know so far, and they just put up the first, the first uh, uh, quarter. The, uh, uh, when estimates start coming down, that violates a, uh, you know, one of the rules of tech investing. 
If this is a tech company, I think it's a car company. But anyway, numbers are coming down. That is bad. And they're not going to be going up anytime soon. The price earnings multiple, the PE, is at 42. There are, I don't know, I can't think of other companies that have a 42 multiple. They are certainly not car companies. They certainly haven't cut prices six times this year and, and, and act like they're, they're going to be, be doing that for, for some time in the future. Um, it's below the, the chart stinks. That probably is number one and number 10 on my top 10 reasons to, to avoid this. The volume is a gap down on the earnings call. And the volume was was above average, so it's below the 200-day. The 200-day is going down, and the sellers have come out of the woodwork when they hear the conference call. And the conference call, Elon comes on in about four minutes or so and says, in essence, I'm paraphrasing, we have margins, we're going to sacrifice margins because all of the vehicles we put out there will be so much more valuable in the long term when we become autonomous. Now, folks, all right, I like the Jetsons as much as the next guy, but I drove here from, from, from Boston. I counted two Teslas on, on my way up here, okay? Boston's a liberal town. I mean, we have some tree huggers. They, uh, uh, so the, it, the internal combustion engine is alive and well and will be for some time. And the, to think that I can say, or Elon can say, or Kathy Wood can say, this is when autonomous becomes a reality. If it happens in five years, I'll fall off my chair. Seven, 10, 15. The thought of, you know, everybody's going to be hands off and be driving and, and letting a computer and satellites drive the car. Spare me the rhetoric, okay? It, it might happen, but they don't know. And in the meantime, I'm back here on planet Earth, and the numbers are coming down. The, the, he's alienating his customers. The stock is coming down. So, uh, yeah, I listened to the earnings call, and uh, I, I'd rather stick needles in my eyes, but I did it. Um, sell the stock. Am I being vague again? Okay. All right. Uh, Sam from New York uh, uh, texted me, should I buy, sell, or hold a GM, General Motors? And this was kind of interesting to me because I said, okay, another car company. And you know what? The charts kind of look the same. You know, so at, at the end of the day, the car business is bad right now, and I think getting worse. Uh, uh, you know, but here, the stock trades at four times earnings. Now, I know it's sleepy old GM, and they were late to EVs, but it's still four times earnings versus 42. So there's, you, know, you could tell me where, 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 the, where, the, where the value lies. Again, their earnings are going to be down uh, this year. Uh, the chart is not pretty by any stretch of the imagination. Shares Groups gives it a 65, even a better ranking than, than um, uh, Tesla, which is, I, I think, uh, uh, interesting to me. Uh, the 50-day just came down through the 200. That's bearish. The 200 is going down, and the volume is, is picking up on the up days. And... Are we going into a recession? This is why economists can't pick stocks, and I don't listen to them all that much. But if you have a recession, then selling cars is going to be even tougher for everybody, General Motors included. So uh, I wouldn't touch this either. Uh, I don't have the same sort of – I don't think – it doesn't have the same downside as Tesla. But, um, uh, again, uh, I want to come here and have, you know, three-plus – 
stocks I'm pounding the table on. These look great. Let's go. I'm looking for them. Believe me, you're sending them, and 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 I I really want to make this a, a, a bullish call, but. Again, I'm back here on planet Earth, and this is what I see going on right now. So uh, I'm never going to tell you, uh, put on rose-colored glasses and tell you things just to make myself feel good or you feel good. Now, um, uh, Sam from Boston said, uh, buy, sell, or hold Disney. What do you think? And uh, here, I'm more constructive. Uh, this looks to me like a decent base. Yes, it's below the 200-day moving average. The 200-day is still going down, but not as much. And it's Disney. I mean, the brand value is, is, is terrific. And Iger came back and basically became Zuckerberg slash Musk and said, we got fat over the last three years. We're going to cut a lot of people, get our expenses in order, and, and drive profitability. ESPN just announced, uh, announced a bunch of layoffs. They own that. So uh, I think it's a, it's a weak hold for me right now. But if I see it above 102, breakout above 102 on decent volume, up volume, you know, uh, growing conviction, I think you're on to something. I really think you're on to something. So Disney, I'm more uh, impressed by. ShareScoop 63, so it, it, it checks off a lot of the uh, uh, People, Planet, Profit metrics. And uh, uh, that's what I think about Disney right now. That's it for the mailbag this week. If you want to write in to me, to the show, with any questions or comments, email me at bakes at stockmarketauthority.com. Even better, leave me a voice memo, and we can play your question on the show. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll take a look at the Stock Market Authority portfolio, and I'll give you this week's Bakes Takes. You're listening to Stock Market Authority. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Do you want to become a better investor? Do you want to learn how to make money in both up and down markets? Then you need to go to stockmarketauthority.com and sign up for our free newsletter today. Stock Market Authority is run by award-winning investment manager Kevin Bakes Baker. His aim is to save you time while teaching you how to be a better investor. Bakes saves you time by diving into all the latest stock market news and information so that you don't have to. He reads all the latest articles, analyzes the charts, and listens to all the relevant podcasts. And then once a week, he gives you a breakdown of what's happening in the market. Stock Market Authority is constantly outperforming the S&P and the HFRX. Bakes is going to share with you his weekly stock observations. He'll give you concise insights and show you how to lock in profits and minimize losses. Stock Market Authority is making money in up and down markets. Wouldn't you like to do the same? So join now and let Bakes show you how. Head on over to stockmarketauthority.com and sign up for our free newsletter today. That's stockmarketauthority.com, making money in up and down markets. And we're back. And uh, here is the, uh, the Stock Market Authority portfolio. We've been talking about how know when to sell. And I'm a practitioner. I do this with, with uh, the account that I run for my wife and I. And I, I, I suggest all these ideas to my boys, Bobby and Jack. And I like you, but I love them. So I can't be more congruent with my recommendations here. So, uh, what I and what I've just done is is there's two thousand ETFs out there. If you're new to the show, there's two thousand plus ETFs. I go through them all every single month, usually more often than that, and I try to find the best ten. And inside the ten exchange traded funds, there's 
20 or 30 stocks at least in each of them. So I'm, I'm very diversified, and I try really hard. I, I just i am convinced about this, and I've got academic papers to, you know, to pull out if I want to sound really smart. But stocks move in groups, and getting the groups right is way more important than getting the individual stocks right. So if, uh, you know, if uh, a platinum is going up, the precious metals are probably going up, as a for instance. So we own nine stocks right now, three are in the green, six we're losing a little bit of money on, but you'll notice that, and be honest with yourself, do you have any 15% plus losers? You probably do. That's what I hear from you folks. I do not. My biggest loss here is the Energy Service PXJ uh, ETF that's down 10%. And if I see it down 15% on this, I am going to shoot it so fast it'll make your head spin. So that's the kind of discipline I bring to the, the table here. We own nine ETFs. I'm looking for my 10th. Since we've started this, we've beaten the hedge funds by three and a half times with a better cost structure, to put it mildly, and we've made money every year where virtually no one else has. So uh, pretty proud of that. I want to improve upon it, and I could use your help. Uh, We're down 10% for the year. The S&P's up six. We're three quarters to play, and uh, we're gaining on it. So uh, I, I really like where we are, and I want you to uh, not only listen to this, but follow the newsletter and my social media posts while I have uh, new ideas that break in, such as uh, the uh, Global X Nigeria Fund, NGE. And I know what you're saying, oh my God, another guy talking about Nigeria. No, you don't say that because I'm the only one crazy enough to say, I'm going to keep an open mind, look everywhere for... uh, for opportunities, and I don't really care where they are. And so I found this, and I really want your help. I plug uh, everything into Google Alerts, so I get a lot of research that comes to me via that avenue. But if you see things that for some reason I miss, and you say, Bakes, here's something that either uh, refutes the bullish case for Nigeria or supports it, take a look at that, send me that stuff all day long. I absolutely eat it up. Um, why be bullish on Nigeria? Well, number one, the chart tells me to be. So something has changed here. Uh, my first reaction was, I think it's probably oil. Uh, it's a big part of the economy. Uh, and I think that's probably the case, but it's not the only case. So you have big volume coming in, stock breaking out into new highs, all the, re- all the moving averages turning around, and then you dig in, and you say, okay, they've got uh, a GDP growing at 2.5% this year with a lot of stagnant economies around the world. Around the world. Uh, pretty impressive. It's the most populous African uh, country. They've instituted reforms that make it easier to start and run a business. They've got a very generous visa policy, so they're attracting a lot of investment and a lot of talented individuals. And it isn't just oil. It's financial services, consumer goods, healthcare, telecom. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued by it. I'm learning a lot more, but uh, it is my, my biggest winner thus far. It, it's, I, it's very new. And uh, again, come back to me with what you hear about Nigeria, but I, I, I'm fascinated by, by what's going on there. 
My next new idea is platinum, PLTM, granite shears platinum. This is the physical metal. I couldn't find one that had that that uh, had the miners. Again, I love your help. Send in anything you you hear about platinum, good, bad, or ugly. Uh, the the bull case to me seems to be. Number one, it's a precious metal, and all the precious metals are acting better because you're seeing banks go down 21% in a day after being down 90%. So there's a lot of skittishness out there about the banking system and, and uh, cold, hard, precious metals that have been around for thousands of years are really starting to have a lot of appeal globally. Uh, platinum is used extensively in catalytic converters for in, uh, internal combustion engines, ICEs, uh, but they also have, and I didn't realize this, in EVs, uh, electronic vehicles, there's more platinum in those than traditional cars, perhaps because of all the electronics that go into uh, the EVs. Uh, you, you have supply disruption, uh, disruptions that could, that could push this further. It's clearly a pretty chart uh, breaking out on, on, on big volume, and um, uh, I, I like the platinum story. It's developing. Again, it's a very new idea that you are not going to hear on all the other podcasts because I listen to them. And uh, I want you to take these quirky ideas and, and, and let's have fun with this. Uh, give me some feedback. But uh, so far, we're making money. And that's the whole point of this. So um, I go through recent improvements in the newsletter uh, and my media posts. So please subscribe. Uh, follow and share. That's how we're invested uh, this Wednesday uh, on the 26th. Let's get into this week's Bakes Take. Uh, my take is singular, uh, not plural this week, uh, but I, I, I have the Microsoft uh, call ringing in my ear, which was like a, 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 an AI fest, artificial intelligent fest. And it's the best stock going out there right now. It's up 7 today, up 7%. Um, uh, I'm curious to see if it can hold above 292. The chart I have here is the S&P 500. Microsoft is the number three or four name. And my thought is, we're, I, I, I call this the DMZ, the de- demilitarized zone. And, and Bobby, for you, uh, resistance, the ceiling is 418 on, uh, on the SPY. And the floor support is at 395, and you can see the bands that I've drawn here, and we're kind of sloshing around between those two lines. And my whole point is that you don't have to do a heck of a lot. You just need to be observant and see if you have breakouts through resistance above 418 or breakdowns below 395 that suggest that you have uh, further downside to go. So uh, I'm curious to see how we close. We're going to have other tech earnings, Apple next week, etc. cetera. Uh, but right now we're kind of stuck in this, in this, in this range. And, um, uh, I'm watching these very closely for you and, uh, and for me, my wife and, and, and my boys. And that's my take, uh, for, for Bake's take for this week. Uh, as we close out today's show, uh, and I know I talk about, you know, some pretty serious stuff. I don't take myself too seriously, uh, but I do take your attention seriously. So I hope I've added value. I always like to end with some much-needed levity. Uh, this is uh, really a, a, a great one. It's uh, Jerry Seinfeld driving around, two comedians getting coffee. In this case, with Norm MacDonald, may he rest in peace. 
passed away probably now two plus years ago. It's sad. Uh, it's about 10 minutes. Uh, there's a couple of gambling jokes that I think are absolute hilarious and spot on given the way that the uh, DraftKings and FanDuel's are uh, exploding. So enjoy that. Take the 10 minutes. And uh, that's it for today's show, folks. Uh, uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about next week, but uh, I'm, uh, you give me some ideas. I'll find new things to, uh, to uh, bring to the table. And hopefully we all uh, uh, learn how to run, uh, learn how to sell. I'll teach you with that. Go to stockmarketauthority.com. Please sign up for my newsletter. I'm Bakes, Kevin Baker. I will see you next week. Thanks a lot. God bless. Bye now. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.